0: One more Nembeke Kumo Yangoya got a bit much for one more time. Nembeke. I do one more time. we Na koati, uego ba kwano, ogompa de, tade dala, Jesus, yo tebi kusinga Yesu. Habar tu, bakwanga lero, enchanta bakuchawa. Naya kwe, La chanta di ko gambo bi ebi La cara baba se se. La
1: Presence, of This is your
2: house
1: These are your people We yield to you Do as you will In our lives Through our lives And with our lives You may be seated in his presence Just need a few singers to stay here with me he may be seated in His presence. Oh. One of the things I want to encourage us as we come into the house of the Lord. The Bible says that can the Spirit of the Lord be restrained? In other words... If we want to witness happenings in our life that we have never seen before. We need to remove every restriction and restraint we put on His Spirit and yield ourselves fully to the Holy Spirit. One of the things I told myself, I'll never compromise on the presence of God. I want to encourage us church. Oh, Lebricandum higher. One of the ways you deepen your fellowship with the Trinity is through heartfelt corporate worship. In an atmosphere like this, if you heal yourself to Him, something definitely is imparted into your soul this atmosphere cannot leave you the same it reminds me when the Bible says Jesus was in Capernaum in a house he gathered so many people and they say that and the power of God was present to heal them that mean they needed healing the power of God was present to heal them but shockingly a man came from outside Opened up the roof. Jumped in. And Jesus. Freed him. He tapped into the grace. That was in the house. And the people were in the house. Because after that man's miracle. We don't hear of anything else. The power of God was present to heal. What stopped them from tapping into it. I have no idea One of the things we need to do. Oh Jesus. We become like children. In the presence of the Lord. You release yourself. Forget about everything around you. God's presence. Is the ultimate solution. To everything that you are going through in this life. I want to encourage. As a body of Christ. And as an individual. Learn. To connect with the flow of the spirit it will change so many things in your life you remember when the ark of the covenant was placed in the temple of dagon there was no preacher there's no pastor no prophet no apostle just the presence of god the Bible says in the morning when they woke up, they found Dagon on its face. The presence of God will bring down every stronghold in your life. You just need to learn to engage that dimension. They insisted and put Dagon back. But mistake they made, they did not take away the presence. The following day, they woke up and Dagon was in pieces. The presence of God will shatter everything that is not of God in your life. Church, I want to encourage you. i not there, but the few things I've witnessed. Nothing transforms the lives of people like the presence of the Holy Spirit. Words can be spoken. Instructions can be given. Rules can be given. But the presence of God, ah, it has a way of carrying you and doing things in your life. And by the time you wake up, you wonder, how did I get here? Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. So I want to encourage us as a church, when we walk into the house of the Lord, make it your ambition. Lord, today I'm going to fly with you. I'm going to fly with you. Let me tell you, church. How many of us, we have very many here. There is no single sermon I can preach that can address all your needs individually. To be honest with you. But the presence of God will meet every need in this house. So you learn to connect to this presence. You need it as much as I need it. Say neighbor. The presence of God. Will change your life. Hmm? One time I went to preach somewhere. For Bishop Mwebev live stream. And I told the people. Praise the Lord you have run out of gas okay you go praise the Lord thank you Jesus hallelujah it's what I told them remember God created Adam he made Adam out of what? out of clay when he breathed into Adam when Adam opened his eyes said whom did he see? I said whom did he see? So God The first encounter that Adam had When opened his eyes Was with God Man is a creature of the presence I'm a creature of the presence The same thing happened to our sister Or our grandmother Eve The Bible says God put Adam into sleep Took a rip out of him And whom did he make? Eve When Eve opened her eyes Whom did he see? He saw God. He didn't see Adam. I say he saw God. He didn't see Adam. They both of them first met God before they met each other. Oh Lord, help them. Say never if you meet God, it will take you to the right partners. Say if you meet God, it will take you to the right partners. You need the right business partners. You need the career partners. All kind of partners you need. Are you hearing me? God knows where they are. Say God knows where they are. So I encourage you, be a woman or a man of the presence. Of the presence. Hallelujah. I say, Hallelujah. Say, as a neighbor, first meet God before you meet him. Tell him, first meet God before you meet them. The presence of God. The presence of God. Say, Holy Spirit. Bring me into deep fellowship with you. I've been sharing about the person of the Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, please help me to know you, to know the Father, to know the Son, and to know the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I say, Hallelujah. Now, the scripture tells us in the book of Genesis, chapter 9, not Genesis, rather, in the book of Luke. But an angel shows up on the doorstep of Mary and tells Mary, Mary, you are blessed. You are highly favored. And God is with you. And Mary was quite surprised. What kind of greeting is this? And he said, Mary, you are going to conceive and bring forth a savior of the world. And Mary asked the angel and said, But I know no man. And the angel replied to her and said, The Holy Spirit will come upon you. Tell never the Holy Spirit will come upon you. Say, Holy Spirit come upon me. And when he comes on you, you'll be able to conceive. And what I've told you will come to pass. Now me and you know that Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit. So Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Just like you are born of the Spirit. Say I'm born of the Spirit. And we know for 30 years, Jesus walked this place. How many years? 30 years. Whose son? The Son of God. Nobody knew. Nobody had an idea. Jesus walked the earth. But something happened. I want you, if you can put this statement in your spirit. Or you can write it. It will do you good. Say, Jesus brings me into sonship. But the Holy Spirit brings me into the manifestation of sonship. we got that? Jesus brings in the word, But the Holy Spirit brings about the manifestation of that sonship. That means it is possible to live a Christian life as a son of God yet be very ordinary until you encounter the Holy Spirit who brings about the manifestation of that sonship now how do i say listen to what the bible says in the book of romans he says that as many as are led by the spirit who are they they are the sons of god so you cannot manifest sonship until you submit to the leadership of the holy spirit am i making sense to you So you can be a son of God. But until you surrender yourself and allow the Holy Spirit to become your governor, it will be very hard for you to manifest your sonship. That's why we have so many sons in the kingdom, but they are so ordinary. Say, Holy Spirit, I come under your submission. Praise the Lord. So it is impossible. It is impossible. So you can imagine Jesus for how many years? 30 years. Born of a virgin. Son of God. All they know about him is a what? He's a carpenter. Each one of us, we carry great destinies on the inside of us. Say, I have great destiny here. Some of you are billionaires. Some of you are trillionaires. Some of you, you have things in you, God has placed in you, the world has never seen before. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. But for you to manifest, you can even be aware of what you carry. It is one thing to be aware of what you carry, it is something else, to be able to bring it forth. Jesus knew from day one he was whose son? was the son of God. He knew he was not an ordinary man. He led a life that was very, very distinct from his fellow brothers. But one day something happened. Jesus had to submit to the ministry of John the Baptist. When Jesus went to John the Baptist, John the Baptist told him, this is who? This is the Lamb of God. He told them, I am not even worthy to untie his shoelace. And he told John, I've come to fulfill scripture. John said, no sir, I'm not worthy. You baptize me. John told Jesus, you do what? Baptize me. Jesus said, no. You baptize me. Tell you never say neighbor. No matter how great. You are. You must learn. To submit. To divine protocol. Many of us. We have failed to bring forth. Great things. Because we have not understood. How God does this stuff. Am I communicating to you? Who is Jesus, the Son of God? Who is John the Baptist, the Son of Elizabeth and who? But Jesus was humble enough to go down on his knees and allow who, John the Baptist, to baptize. And the moment Jesus submitted to divine protocol, heaven was open. The Bible says a voice came out of heaven to announce Jesus. Say this is my beloved son. The father testified. I want to tell you until we learn proper submission to divine protocol, God cannot announce us. The neighbor, the neighbor, no matter how big you are, identify a place where you can humble yourself so that the father can announce you. It's very important. Praise the Lord. I say it is very, very important. And who came upon Jesus? The Holy Spirit came upon Jesus. Who was born of the Holy Spirit? Jesus. So there is a dimension. Some say there is a second level. So he's born of who? Of the Holy Spirit. We know that this product here is a result of who? Of the Holy Spirit. We know that this business idea came from who, the Holy Spirit. Probably this relationship is of who, of the Holy Spirit. Whatever you're doing must have come from the Holy Spirit. But that is not enough. Say that's not enough. There is another level, and this is a problem. Many of us will stop at level one. So Jesus goes. And the heaven opened. We see the Trinity at baptism. The Father spoke. The Son humbled himself. The Holy Spirit came upon him. And from that day, the Bible says, and Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit. And what happened? He was led. He came under whose submission? The Holy Spirit. The Father declared, This is my Son. When he humbled himself. And from that day, You read Jesus said, I can of myself do nothing. I am under instruction. The things you see me do, It is the Father in me who does them. Who was referring to. The Holy Spirit. Let me repeat myself. It does not matter what vocation you are in, until you learn to submit yourself to who? To the Holy Spirit. It's amazing that most of us, especially in the Pentecostal circle, we attach being filled with the Holy Spirit to just speaking in tongues. But the most powerful thing that happens to a believer when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, truly filled with the Holy Spirit, not excitement, say the Holy Spirit, not excitement, say the Holy Spirit, not emotion. When you're filled with the Holy Spirit, what comes to you? You come under His government. It ceases to be about you. It is all about Him. You heal yourself. This is how you are going to bring out the great destiny that God has placed on the inside of you. Because the things that God has put in you, intelligence, wisdom, experience, cannot make you manifest them fully. Say, Holy Spirit, I need you. So what statement did you write then? I say, Jesus brings you into what? Into sonship. But what brings about the manifestation of your sonship? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. And this is why the church of Jesus Christ is not performing the way it should be. Because we have relegated the Holy Spirit. I know you've read the Bible. Brothers and sisters. God has never. Intended you and me. To live this life. Out of what? Human strength. That's why the Holy Spirit came. And took residence. In your heart. So that he can do what? He can lead you. Say Holy Spirit. Lead me. Say Holy Spirit. Lead me. Let me tell you something. You can be born again. I say you can be born again but if you don't know the fellowship of the holy spirit you will live like an ordinary man how many believers are born again but their life is ordinary everything they do is ordinary because the holy spirit is who brings about the difference i give you a simple example we are born gifted different talents other people have higher iq's than the rest all of you went to school you brought forth different you have different degrees different certificates different whatever you have different talents you're born with it hmm? paul did you do mathematics praise the lord You didn't do math. You did history and luganda praise the lord amen because god did not allow you to enter the world of mathematics It's not your problem say it is not my problem praise the lord (laughs) it's not your problem god loves different say i'm special say i am special it is only in africa where they beat you for failing what you're not good at say holy spirit help me but in developed world they identify a child's strength and they go with it that's why they're more developed than africa Christ here, they want us to learn everything. Everything. By the time you're done, you don't know what you have learned. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. (laughs) Amen. A child is very... In fact, I have a friend of mine. His child right now is is, gone. He's uh, in England. He's trying to do uh, what? uh, How do you call this thing? Uh, He's gone to try and do a test. He's supposed to go in the Arsenal Academy, football club. He is a Ugandan. His boy is just too good. Say so neighbor, your boy can try Bunamoya FC. But I'm trying to tell the truth. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. He identified a gift in his son. Why would you torture Ronaldo with mathematics? His mathematics is in his legs. See, my mathematics is in my legs. What I'm trying to bring across is that God has gifted us. He has given us different talents and gifts. But even as we have all those things, we will function as ordinary men until we are clothed with another presence called the Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, please help me. This is when I learned. Being good at something is totally being different from being anointed. David was a talented music player. Remember David? Very, very talented. But when they were looking for someone who would play a guitar, they looked for very skillful men. But the difference between David and the rest of the people, they might say, the Lord is with him. What are you talking about? The anointing that came upon David separated him from the rest of the people. Say, neighbor, you're skillful. You are very intelligent. You are so experienced. But if you can allow the anointing of the Holy Spirit to come upon your life, you will be distinguished. So you will be distinguished. This is why we need who? The Holy Spirit. But this dimension will come upon our lives when we come to a place of fellowship with the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, and. uh, Samuel went and anointed who? Anointed David. And who came upon David? The Holy Spirit came upon David. When the Holy Spirit came upon David, and the Holy Spirit came upon David, and from that day forward, David's life changed forever. Did David live shepherding? No. That means there is an anointing that can come upon you that will take your business to a level that has never been before. Oh, Lord, help. I said, there's an anointing. Are you hearing me? Say, say, neighbor, how many pastors do we need? Praise the Lord. I said, neighbor, how many pastors do we need? I think we need more businessmen than pastors. Yeah, somebody say he's protecting his place. I'm not doing that. I'm simply telling you. That's the truth. I told you this story before a friend of mine is a businessman he imports produce sometimes he brings trailers from TZ sometimes he flies things from uh, Dubai one time all his colleagues because it was what was trending they were going to bring tons and tons of cowpeas I didn't know they imported them <laughs> from Dubai so every businessman down there Decided to go to Dubai to buy what? Cowpeas. So they went, they flew out to Dubai. And the Holy Spirit told him, don't. Somebody say, the Holy Spirit told him, don't. Oh, precious Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, he will make your life beautiful. I say, he will make your life beautiful. So his friend said, What is wrong with you? He said, No, no, I'm going to order something else. <laughs> By the time the containers of cow peas arrived in Kampala, the prices had dropped to half. All the traders made losses except him. Don't tell me the Holy Spirit cannot help you make profit. He said, I'll teach you to profit. But we have limited the Holy Spirit to shouting here in tongues. We need to shout. But let me tell you, you need him outside there more than ever before. Some of you can testify. You say, something told me. It was not something. The Holy Spirit told you, but because you are strong-headed, say never because you're strong-headed. What happened to you? You hit a wall, then you come and start crying, Here, Jesus, where were you? And Jesus said, I told you. Let me tell you, fellowship with the Holy Spirit will simplify your life. Last week I was talking to a daughter in this house. She told me the lord told her the day you meet your husband you will know by there will be an unusual peace peace somebody say peace i'm not saying that is yours that was hers and she told me say pastor i don't know whether it is a white man or a black man a rich man or i don't care but i know when that peace comes upon me i know he is the one who took eve to adam was it your uncle, Bishop? It was who? No one wants you to live a beautiful life like God. Nobody wants you to live a successful life like God. No one. I'm telling the one who does not want you to go through pain is called the Holy Spirit. Every instruction God gives you is to spare your heartache. When God says don't go there, it's not because God is limiting you. He knows when you cross the border, you will come here and say, Pastor, pray for me. You will save pastors from prayers if you can follow the voice of the Holy Spirit. Say, never say neighbor. If you can follow the instruction of the Holy Spirit, the pastors will only be preaching. I long for that day. I'm telling you, church. I'm telling you, church. You had me say here, and I say it again. Having a long line where you're counseling people, is a sign that you are very effective, ineffective on the pulpit. That the gospel you are preaching is not working. Because if the gospel you are preaching is working and people are applying it, it must work in their life. It must work in their life. You should be lining up to do what? To testify. To do what? To testify. Say, neighbor, God loves you so much that he left heaven to come and sit in you so that he can direct you. What a statement I've made this morning. Oh, Lord, help me. I say, God loves you so much. He said, let me come and sit in them and direct them. But the Bible tells us that there's a generation in the book of Proverbs. Their brain is bigger than their heart. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. He did not say, don't have understanding. Say never. I have not said you don't have understanding. Because salvation doesn't take away your brain. Say, never salvation doesn't remove your brain. Say, keep your brain in place. But submit your brain to who? To the Holy Spirit. Trust in the Lord. And lean on and don't do what? In all your ways, do what? Give me verse number 6. Say, in all my ways. Do what? What does it mean to? acknowledge submit to Him. Submit to Him. Like my brother, he flew out to buy what? Cowpeas. And what did he do? He submitted to who? The Holy Spirit. What did the Holy Spirit? He spared him losses of millions of money. How many of us have lost money? You heard my stories. Praise the Lord. How money flew out of my pocket just like that. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. In the name of being a businessman. You think I haven't tried being a businessman? (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) I tried it. But I was too excited about money. Too excited. Do you remember the gold deal? Gold. I went into gold. Hey, hey. God is my witness. That night I didn't sleep. I was seeing cars. I was seeing houses. I was seeing everything. I said, when this deal goes through, I'm done. Praise the Lord. And the brother I was with was a very born again brother. He had just finished fasting 40 days. Saturday 40 days. Say. It will be Pastor, that we are going to make money. We are going to make money. I say, brother, let's go. We must take poverty out of the church. Are you hearing me? I you remember. I took my money. I say, brother, let's do it. The brother is still going. I have not seen him back yet. I did not submit to who? To the Holy Spirit. Excitement. Excitement. There's another one, he's in Palis. He's in Palis. In fact, his wife gave birth, they told him he, he gave the child's name, my name. I personally went to here and this and People, When you see us here, we have failed, but we are still standing. Say, so never, we are still standing. <laughs> so when you see us speaking, it's not because we are pa- I'm telling the truth, I'm telling you. Right here in Table Road, that's where they were selling these uh, power saws. Power saws for cutting trees. Guess where we were going? Congo. (laughs) Timber. Somebody say timber. Big business. Praise the Lord. Ah, ah, Jesus, have mercy upon your servant. Are you hearing me? The first time he went, a truck came back. I said, Why? It is working. I said, Let's take it back. Go bring more trailers. Are you hearing me? <laughs> I didn't know that was the end of the story. Shoot. Sure. I say, Lord, a righteous man falls seven times, but he gets up. <laughs> I went for the third one, say the third one. I'm telling you this thing excitement driven by what? Excitement. All I was seeing was prophets. I, not hearing the voice of God, just excitement. Yeah. Somebody say coffee. I told you I don't go for small things, say coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I personally drove up to Kaba, I went well, to Mbale, went to Mbale, we saw some farmers. Are you hearing me? <laughs> Those days. <laughs> In fact, every time I go to Mbale, I still see that shop there, but the guy is not there. So Holy Spirit help me. <laughs> Jesus. I lost millions. I remember one day I cried. Tears. This time tears. I said, God, you are not fair. Where are you? You told us to make money. Where are you? <laughs> God did not answer me. Praise the Lord. He did not answer me. Say, neighbor, it's good to be excited. But submit your excitement. To who? To the Holy Spirit. Submit the excitement to the Holy Spirit. One of the primary ministry of the Holy Spirit in your life is to guide you. Say to guide me. Guide. Say to guide me. Guide. I don't know if you remember. There's a gentleman who came sometime back that time. He's called Adelan Cruz. He was a keyboardist. He played the keyboard. He would play the keyboard like something else. Adelan Cruz. is from this uh, South America. So he was hosted at Miracle Center. So I was given the privilege to take him to Queen Elizabeth National Park. So we went to Queen Elizabeth National Park. We arrived there. You had the two choices. You could drive yourself to see where the animals were, or you could engage the expertise of the guides. But for you... To get a guide, you have to pay for the guide. Say, you have to pay for the guide. So there are guys who got up very early in the morning. By around five. They say, we are gone. We don't have money to waste. We're going to look for the animals ourselves. They drove. They went everywhere. I think probably the only show probably what flamingos. Praise the Lord. Say, so Holy Spirit, help me. Amen. For as we rose, we got up at six. With the guide. We paid for the guide. And the guide knew... At what time the animals came together, where they congregated, where they went to drink water. By 10, we had seen all the animals. We saved time because we had a guide. Somebody, you will save time when you allow the Holy Spirit to guide you. These guys, until midday, they came. Why? Because they think they knew. Say, neighbor, the Holy Spirit will make your life simple. Just humble yourself under His arm. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. This is my encouragement to you. Bring, say I bring, my natural abilities under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Say Holy Spirit, I submit to you my strength, my intelligence, my giftings, my experiences. I submit it to you. Let it come under your anointing. Am I helping somebody here? Am I speaking to somebody here? This is very, very, very crucial. Say the Holy Spirit is here to make my life simple. Say the Holy Spirit is here to make my life simple. Do you remember Give me Genesis chapter number 11 or chapter number 9. Let's go to Genesis 9. Genesis 9. Genesis 9. Let's read together. So God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. That was after the what? Okay, let's go to chapter 6. Let's go to chapter number 6. Let's read together. And Now it came to pass. When men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born to them too, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men and they were beautiful and they were themselves of whom they chose three and the Lord said my spirit shall not strive with man Uh for he is indeed flesh yet his death shall be one hundred read that scripture this is one of the most touching verses in the Bible what did the Lord say my spirit shall not strive with man. Ah. Say, Holy Spirit, don't give up on me. Do you see what I see? The wickedness on the earth that time was too much. And who was speaking to men? The Holy Spirit. What, he was striving with them. He was convicting them. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. What he was blocking them. Are you hearing me? The Holy Spirit was striving with men. To keep them on the right path. Until God said. I will not. Strive. With man. Forever. God withdrew. The next thing that happened, judgment. The Holy Spirit, I say, God loves you so much. That's why every time you come under conviction, celebrate Jesus. Because the Holy Spirit is still at work in your life. When God is telling you, please don't do this, stop this. That is the mercy of God at work in you. What is the Holy Spirit doing? He's striving with you. Am I communicating to you? I say, Am I communicating with you? He's doing what? Striving with you. Please don't go there. Please don't do that. Please stop it. There's a lady who called. Yeah, I think I was on Friday. On Friday. Somebody say, On Friday. One of the, the what, what do you call this? The billboards in Nakawa is right next to her shop. And every time she'd go to her shop, she sees the billboard, she comes under conviction. It, it kept on going on for a week. On Friday she called and said, no, please, I want to give my life to Jesus. She yielded to who? The striving of the Holy Spirit. Because if she had insisted and continuously drowned that voice, a time will come. That voice dies. You're gone. You're gone. God, through the Holy Spirit, was striving with man. Because he didn't want to rain judgment. But men were what? Was stubborn. Say, neighbor, don't insist. When the Holy Spirit tells you, stop it. Please do so. Am I making sense to you? Am I are you hearing me? One of his ministry, that's what he, to strive with men. The Bible says, when the Holy Spirit comes, what will he do? He will convict. Conviction is to make you aware. A few of us a leprous person can put their finger in fire and they will never feel it. They will get burned while you are watching because all the nerves ending have been damaged. So there is no transmission of information to you the know what to the brain. The day your spiritual nerves are damaged, you're gone. That's why you must practice yielding to the Holy Spirit. You'd rather make a mistake in the name of yielding the Holy Spirit than insisting on something. Uh, am I communicating to somebody here? Say, neighbor, the Holy Spirit loves you so much. That's why He lives in you. To guide you. Of all the people on the earth, who are the only people who yielded to the Holy Spirit? It was Noah. Continue reading. What does the Bible say? Let's go back to Genesis. So the Lord said, I will do what? I will... You gave me verse number four. Give me verse number four. God decided, I'll destroy the whole earth. But the scripture says, nor found grace. What did Noah find? In whose eyes? Her ah, eyes lie. Say neighbor, say neighbor, the grace of God will become effective in your life when you heal to the Holy Spirit. That's why Paul said in Corinthians that the grace of God towards me was not in vain. That means God's grace can produce nothing in your life if you don't heal to it. It's not enough. It's not enough. Brothers and sisters, I beg you by the mercies of God, read Romans 1. You'll find the danger of hardening yourself to the conviction and the striving of who. Of the Holy Spirit. You remember Balaam? Balaam was hired by Balak. To go and curse the children of Israel. On his way. The Bible says. His donkey saw an angel. God was trying to do what?
0: To stop him.
1: But his heart. Was taken up by what? Because Balak. Promised him. Lots of money. An angel stood there. He was so blinded by his prophet-mindedness that he could not even see. How could a donkey see an angel and the prophet couldn't see How can it happen? Because that's what happened. When we are obsessed with our own desire, it's very difficult for you to discern the voice of God. Very difficult for you to hear God. That's why a life of being led by the Holy Spirit is key to receiving guidance and direction from Him. Brothers and sisters, this life, this life is simplified by yielding. To who? To the Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, please teach me. church in your walk with God never allow yourself to be a third party say I'm not a third party in this relationship no pastor no prophet no teacher no man of God no woman of God should take the place of the Holy Spirit in your life You didn't hear what I tell you. Don't reduce your relationship with God. Where every time you want to know anything, you must consult a pastor. No, that's not the way God intended us to live. Am I communicating to you? Let me tell you, you can go to a prophet. Okay, there's nothing wrong. But a prophet will tell you what. But that mean, every time you are going to do something, you must consult a prophet. Then, what is the ministry of the Holy Spirit in your life? You are not happy, are you? Say, neighbor, God doesn't believe in third-party relationship. Hmm? Doesn't. Hear God for yourself. They never hear God for yourself. That's why He lives inside of you. Let the Holy Spirit be the one to tell you, go and consult. Do you remember when Elijah was by the brook, and the brook dried out, and the Lord told him, go to a a widow, I have done what? I have spoken to him. By the time the Lord directs you to someone, you will have already spoken to them. They will have your word. They will have your word. But if you just say, people will cook words for you. You will be frustrated. Guys, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. They will tell you things that are not there. Say, my relationship with the Holy Spirit is primary. My relationship with the, with the pastor is secondary. No man of God, even while, well, should be between you and God. Nobody. God is jealous. Oh, let me go to Papa, 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 Papa. Tell me, Papa, 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 tell me, Papa, 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 papa tell me. You are going to let Papa die before his time. Are you hearing me? Say Holy Spirit help me. No, I'm not saying you don't seek counsel, but let the Holy Spirit direct you. Do you hear what I'm trying to say? I'm not saying seeking counsel is wrong. But do not reduce your relationship with the Holy Ghost to a third party. Let the pastor, let the prophet, let the teacher be the third party in this thing. The Holy Ghost is in your life. The reason why people are being manipulated today is because they have refused to develop personal relationship with who? With the Holy Spirit. Everything they want to go to work. to Papa. Say neighbor. There's nothing wrong with Papa. But Papa can kill you. <laughs> hallelujah. I say hallelujah. I say hallelujah. I've told you before people can tell you. I will never forget a brother. Give me a dream. A dream. the Pastor. Tell to me a minute what is a dream. And me I'm very plain. He told me I was driving a bus. I was, there were so many people. I told him, probably the Lord wants to go to a driving soon He become a driver of a bus. I, I'm not going to explain to you. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Hmm? For heaven's sake. I'm not the one who dreamt. You are the one who dreamt. Why are you bringing your dream? You talk to God who we'll gave you the dream. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. He hmm? said, this pastor is such a mean pastor. But I... No, I'm not mean. I'm trying to force you to depend on the Holy Spirit. Because the day will come you find yourself in the wilderness of Saudi Arabia. There is no prophet, there is no pastor, there is no teacher. Whom are you going to consult? Exactly, the Holy Spirit. Say the Holy Spirit. So start learning right now. Are you hearing me, church? Learn now. Practice right now. That's why we teach this thing. Not for books. For
2: practical. This week, get it.
1: One of my daughters had a dream this Saturday. She had a dream. She sent me a message. In the dream, my wife appeared to her and gave her explicit instruction. She told me, I have this I say, that's the Holy Spirit. Just obey the Holy Spirit. They say, I don't have the money. I say, I'll give you the money to obey the Holy Spirit. As long as you obey, I'll give you that money. You obey the Holy Spirit. Explicit ex- instruction for her life to go to the next level. That is what He is in our lives for. To guide us, to lead us. Say, neighbor, He lives inside of you. Say he lives inside of you to help you. I hope I'm making sense here. Am I helping somebody here? Very important. And never forget. I think it was three years ago when the Holy Spirit spoke to me. Say, I want to do what? To advertise me. Three years ago, I want to advertise me. And I kept on telling the guys, one day we shall do something that has never been done. Before. I would tell the guys, Say so one day we shall do something in this that has never been done in Kampala before. I will tell them. Tell them. The day it came. I'll never forget my friend. I call her C A A K. Do you know what happened? Boom. She said, "Boom." I saw 28 million on my account. Somebody said 28 million. Say the pastor already used it, so don't waste your time. Say it has already been used. Are you here? somebody's 28 million. <laughs> say 28 million. Are you jailers? I say 28 million. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And I say, Bishop, let's go. Let's start. Let's start. That's wonderful. Boom. And tebe. I see You get my point? Boom. Which one was the next? Boom. I say, let's get moving. Let's get moving. Let's get moving. Obey the Holy Spirit. From that day onwards. You set the pace. Are you hearing me? Ah. Just last week. Just last week. Yeah? we are going digital something we're going digital capital outdoor is putting it on all their sites (laughs) but we have to take the step are you hearing me and much more is coming there's something else I want to do in this city has never been done before the day will come you will see say hallelujah amen I say amen We do not know what is going to happen fully. But I know for sure everyone whose heart is engaged, your life will never be at the same level. I don't know what is going to happen. I have no understanding. Praise the Lord. I say, Praise the Lord. People will give you money. I keep on telling if I was a Chando. Are you hearing me? You know where Chando is? Praise the Lord. Say Holy Spirit help me. By now I would be packing a what? a VX down right there. I'm telling the truth. I will be parking that. Day. But Bishop, you know my dream car is a G7 Mercedes-Benz. Right now it is 1.2 billion. If you make a mistake and give me that money, I can't buy that car. I'll push it in the gospel. So if you want, you just buy the car and park it there. There is no way I can take that money and buy it. I was telling, I don't know what I was telling. I say right now, if you give me million, I know what I will do with it. I already have the plan. I already have the plan. Not a car, not a house, not shoes. No, I know what I will do with it. I know what I will do with it. There's something God has put on my heart. Say, we are in this thing. To obey the voice of the Holy Spirit. Are you hearing me? The Lord told, I mean, Elisha told his servant, is this time to receive good, it's not the time. The day will come. Some day will come. You'll be at the beach, drinking coffee with Brother Wright. Are you hearing? Me? And you send us yourself. selfie. Are you hearing me? But right now, say right now, right now, let's obey the instruction of the Holy Spirit. Obeying God is the most beautiful thing you can ever do. I'll testify on her behalf. The Holy Spirit was telling her. And I end with this. There was a particular challenge she was going through. And the Holy Spirit gave her instruction. And she was, somebody says, striving. Striving. With who? With the Holy Spirit. Until she obeyed who? The Holy Spirit. The day she obeyed the Holy Spirit. That was the week that she had done an interview somewhere. And I believe she was the best. But they had not got back to her. The day she followed the instruction of who? Of the Holy Spirit. That was the week they called her up. She was called up. She told me, Pastor, me I'm a serial tither. I'm a serial tither. Say, never, you're a serial what? You're a serial what? Praise the Lord. He <laughs> said, Pastor, me I'm a serial. And me I tithe. He said, Pastor, me. But in spite of the tithing. Something was blocking the flow. She had last work in mods in March, but when she, the Holy Spirit, when she obeyed the Holy Spirit, the call came. Somebody was being paid about, I think, four thousand dollars. What she's entering right now, she's gonna be paid eight thousand dollars a month. Uh, as if that wasn't enough, she got a call. Somebody took her paper. To Geneva, and they called and say, "Would you love to come and work with us?" <laughs> one instruction of the Holy Spirit opened all the doors for her, and she told me a friend of her told her, "You reply to them, I'm at the airport." He <laughs> said, "I'll sign the contract at the airport when I arrive there." <laughs> Praise the Lord! Somebody, say, one instruction. Wants you to live a blessed life like God? There's nobody. God's instructions are not bad, inside. they are designed to make you the best. I say they are designed to make me the best. Stand up on your feet. I'm urging you. Say, Never obey the Holy Spirit. Say, Obey the Holy Spirit. He will beautify your life. What will He do? He will beautify your life. Some of you here, you are struggling with obeying the instruction of the Holy Spirit. I encourage you, please, obey the Holy Spirit. Please obey the Holy Spirit. Pastor Ken, obey the Holy Spirit. He is a Apostle Steve. I remember Apostle Steve the first time. You come and be Apostle Steve. Praise the Lord. When we were just starting this place here, I met Apostle Steve at the, In fact, me, I thought he was a businessman from Congo. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly speaking me. I thought you were a businessman from Congo. <laughs> right there. But the Holy Spirit began giving him a series of what? Instructions. Give me a microphone. Give me a microphone. Just two minutes. Since you obey the voice of the Holy Spirit. You humble yourself under the Holy Spirit.
2: What has been happening in your life? Praise the Lord. Uh, I bless the Lord uh, for this ministry and for Pastor Ben Ochola. Obeying the Holy Spirit is very important. Number one, I had uh, a ministry personally that I was leading. But uh, it wasn't easy. When I met Pastor Ben... Again, I was asking, "Who is the pastor of this church?" Because I had my office down there, and I had something is happening on eighth floor. So I came to uh, to, to to check around. So I thought it's a Nigerian guy who had come. <laughs> you know, when you, you. <laughs> when you a pastor and you hear that something is happening, you want to see eh, what is happening. So later on, when I just came in. He told me, he's the pastor. I just walked around. we call it Then I came back, I said, hello, pastor. <laughs> but when I moved out, I came with my assistant and he, had, he told me, man, there is something different. And when he was speaking that, when I went back to my office, the Holy Spirit told me, "He is going to be your mentor to get where you're going. It took me time. You know when you are somewhere and they are bringing the tithe, the seed and all this. It took me one and a half months to submit and come and sit to obey the Holy Spirit. I had business, our uh, business was going on and things had become a little bit hard. Actually I spent six months without any business. And I came back to him, I told him, Papa, Yeah, as you said, your student called Papa. (laughs) But I came back, I told him, Man, it's becoming hard. He told me to work out. And I went on asking the Holy Spirit, Guide me on what exactly shall bring your glory, shall bring your name to be glorified, not only in this city, but even outside Uganda. And God gave us... okay. God gave me an idea after a long time in prayer and in obedience. And you know what happened? Just a brief one. When I was growing up, I wanted to become a banker. Yeah, You know, I always, I always had met pastors and bankers because they put on suits and they are gentle. So, things didn't work out well. When I went to the college and the university, things didn't work out well and I ended up becoming a businessman. And right now, I have a testimony. I got an idea to bring up a system that will help people do automated savings without them worrying about A, B, C, D. So, Papa, I want to appreciate the matter of the fact that things have not been easy. And I know the journey is not yet easy. But by the obedience, by the power of the Holy Spirit, I know His name shall be glorified. Amen. And I know very soon a bank. I'm not becoming a banker, but by the grace of God, I'm establishing a bank. One of His kind, where well, people have automated savings and financial support. For the glory of our God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I say praise the
1: Lord. Say Holy Spirit. Teach me. Say Holy Spirit. Teach me. There is so much you have on the inside of you. If you can heal to the Holy Spirit. You will be amazed what God will do. Just lift those hands and say Holy Spirit. Don't give up on me. Don't give up on me keep striving with me keep speaking to me keep directing me I have heard your word I am sorry where I quenched your voice this morning I surrender to your voice guide me lead me teach me I need you more than anything else thank you Holy Spirit I have heard your word let me put into practice, beginning now, every instruction you give me, give me the grace to obey. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I say, Amen. Amen. Who is the blessed one? I say, who is the blessed one? Somebody the doer of the word. Who is the blessed one? Who is the blessed one? I pray for you like elijah prayed for his servant i pray may the lord open your eyes may the lord open your eyes may the lord open your eyes that you see what you need to do you may hear what you need to do explicit a red instruction with no say clarity say clarity say i receive clarity Instruction with clarity say holy spirit i don't i don't have all the time to waste i need direct instruction to save time i thank you i heal myself in jesus mighty name hallelujah you could be here you're not born again jesus said my sheep hear my voice there's no way you can be able to sound the voice of god if you're not a sheep or oh, you don't have a home church. You want to have a home church. Or oh, you are here and there. You want to recommit your life to Jesus. Just come here and I pray with you. Come here and pray with you. Is there any children you need to dedicate here in this house this morning? Or oh, he's in the second service? Anyone here? Praise the Lord. Tell the neighbor and say neighbor. Obey the Holy Spirit. Obey the Holy Spirit your life will shine tell them you're blessed you're highly favored and god is with you look for another one tell them you're blessed yeah. uh-huh look for the third one and say you're blessed yeah. i'm waiting for your testimony of what the holy spirit has told you to do love you guys and have a beautiful weekend thank you